I am nomad. No, you're not nomad. You're an alien machine. It doesn't matter which side runs the village. It's run by one side or the other. Oh, certainly. But both sides are becoming identical. Because the owners of this country know the truth. It's called the American dream, because you have to be asleep to believe it. There's a 68.71% chance you're right. Cute. End of line. There's nothing in this world that you can own that I can't take with force, except Bitcoin. Take your sticking paws off me, you damn dirty ape. Euros are going to zero. The yen's going to zero. The Chinese currency's going to zero. It's all going to zero against Bitcoin. Look at these three words written larger than the rest with a special pride never written before or since. Tall words proudly saying, we the people. Then what will happen to us? There's no trace of my money. My office is gone. What will I do? How will I live? Your programming tapes have been altered. You are in error. You are a biological unit. You are imperfect. I am no man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, welcome, everybody. Come one, come all. It's Nomad 21, episode 11, by golly. Can you imagine? Uh, lots in store for you on the little program here today. Rustin of Simply Bitcoin drops in for a chat at Sats for Life, as he's known on Twitter. So don't go anywhere. He's a great dude, as you're bound to learn. I guarantee it. So gather round, won't you? And certainly thanks to y'all for the support as the pod here finds its legs growing, developing, and whatnot. Appreciate you listening and reposting, certainly. And look here, my goodness... None other than Bubba. Here he is once again. He's been tuning in on the Fountain app with a 10,000 sat boost. 18 wheels of gear jamming love rolling down the highway. Thank you so much, sir. Gosh, you know, can't say enough. Uh, that's value for value, folks. The new model that will hopefully one day put an end to advertising. And wouldn't that be swell? Because if you enjoy what you're hearing, the idea is that you can stream micropayments of Bitcoin via the Lightning Network in SATs. That's Satoshi's, the smallest denomination of uh, Bitcoin you can get your hands on. So it works really well for this kind of thing we call podcasting. So you stream these micropayments in sats via the Lightning Network, and ultimately the content creator has no need for sponsorship, therefore. And then there's no pressure, no influence, no must, no fuss for said creator to lean this way or that. You know, commercial influences and pressures. You know what I mean? You know? You know? Quite unlike uh, Bloomberg, say, or CNN. Why is he laughing? Moving along, then, much discussion this past week in the Bitcoin space of these here uh, ordinals, huh? Yeah, it's um, a bit of a buzz term, uh, you know, this week. Here we go again, messing with a perfectly good thing for the sake of inscribing individual sats, as I understand it, with messages or imagery or some other nonsense. And by many accounts from what I've been listening to and whom I've been talking to, DJ Satoshi, uh, the Toxic Happy Hour Gang, uh, perhaps these inscriptions coming very inaccurately or 
arbitrarily and thus, I think, untruthfully, right? Which goes against the very fabric and nature of Bitcoin, I must say. Just my two cents there. Anyhow, more about that with my guest today. Speaking of whom, put your hands together for this gentleman, Rustin of the Simply Bitcoin team. They do that daily show over there on Twitter Spaces and uh, YouTube. Emphasis always on signal. They cover the Bitcoin micro, the macro, and otherwise. So Rustin shares his story of putting the proof back in the work and his roots as a teacher and how he ended up on the Simply Bitcoin team. He's a writer, researcher, educator, and so much more. Very happy to have the man with the voice who leaves you no choice but to be a conductor for the S-I-G-N-A-L. At Sats for Life, the one and only Rustin right here on N21. Oh, man. Uh, Rustin, thanks so much for being with me here on Nomad 21. Uh, appreciate your time, buddy. My morning. First of all, how are you? How are you doing? Doing great, Nomad. Thanks for having me. Super excited. It's kind of my first time in uh, Bitcoin Landia on the other side of the mic uh, since the old football days. So awesome. looking forward I'm, to it. Going to be fun. I'm honored. This is sweet. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I wake up. It's a beautiful day. Uh, I am a, a literal nomad. I live in my van on the road, and I'm hanging my hat down in the panhandle, Florida, uh, these days. So I'm camped out at this beautiful park. I wake up to birds chirping, and, you know, the sun is shining. I'm like, oh, this is going to be great, man. I'm going to get a coffee. I'm going to plug in and then get the ball rolling with Rustin and talk Bitcoin. And then all of a sudden, I hear this PA blasting at like 9 a.m., <laughs> What what is going on? And of course, suddenly an event in this park has set up early in the morning, unbeknownst to the sleeping me. And and there's all kinds of noise, and it's some sort of uh, charity run. And there's like hundreds of people running by, and they're all shouting and joyful and happy. And I'm like, well, great, but this is going to ruin my interview, so I had to sort of leave. Uh, before the ambulances came and the cardiac arrests started from all the people who'd taken the needle and they were running for charity. But... So anyways, uh, I did move locations. Location one, everything was fine until the landscapers came around and started trimming hedges with their powered uh, tools. And, uh, uh, and then I'm thinking I'm late because for some reason I thought you were in the Eastern time zone, but you're actually central time like me. So uh, anyways, in a nutshell, that's my morning. How's yours going? Hey, not too bad today, but yesterday I was doing a, a video for Simply and, oh man, my first two recordings when I was doing my like screen share, my audio wasn't picking up with QuickTime. So I had to completely redo the, the show and then finally got it out on the third one. Wasn't near as good, um, but made it on, made it in time for deadline. So I'll take that. And yeah, what a wild morning for you. You got like a, a marathon coming in there. And speaking of the uh, the jib, um, I don't know if you saw, there was a recent uh, caddy on like the PGA tour that went down, but they're not getting a lot of coverage on that. It's crazy, isn't it? We'll, we'll get into some of this too, but it's, it's just wild what's happening in this world today. Listen, before we move along, uh, let's get down to the meat of the matter. You are a member of the Simply Bitcoin team. And uh, could you 
well, first of all, a little background on Simply Bitcoin. I've been watching it for a while. Like I remember, I guess it was the original lineup with Phil and Nico. And um, they've come so far and they're doing so well. And I'm, I'm such a big fan. And now uh, you have joined the team. So can you describe your role with the uh, Simply Bitcoin gang? Awesome. Yeah, we just got together in August. It had been I kind of made an ultimatum. I was a teacher and a coach uh, for about five years, and I kind of made an ultimatum that I was going to go full-time into Bitcoin, just resigned. There are a lot of reasons behind that, kind of the stuff we were talking about earlier, uh, forcing kids to wear masks, and you're supposed to be a place of education, but you're you're being a bunch of sheep and teaching kids nothing but to be compliant, not to be individuals and think for themselves, which is what I wanted to get into education for. Absolutely. Um, but ended up uh, getting with uh, Cafe Bitcoin. That's kind of where I first started. Uh, I loved the show and I love Simply Bitcoin too. And like, we'll get to that. But um, Cafe, I would, uh, during the show, I would send, you know, people would ask questions or whatever. And I was sending, um, <laughs> you probably got pissed off after a while, but Alex, I would send him <laughs> articles or like snippets of like, Hey, this is uh this is what this guy's talking about or whatever. Right. And then one day he was like, Hey man, how would you like to do research for the show? And I was like, hell yeah, let's go. Sweet. And I mean, just completely volunteered time. And, but um, helped get me some exposure and build a proof of work. And anyone looking to do that, I say, just get in, start creating stuff and start building relationships with other Bitcoiners. And um, Jacob, uh, the producer of Cafe, you know, we talked a lot and that's kind of how he got his job was through Twitter and kind of pestering people. And then uh, gets this, uh, people got to see some of his work and then it went from there. So I did that and gosh, cafes on almost uh 280 some episodes now and that's yeah, crazy from where we started it. um but i love that team uh battle ant and tomer and it just keeps getting bigger and bigger that stage every morning is just wild the amount of knowledge up there um so was doing that then then i ended up uh volunteering and working for bitcoin news and became like their lead writer i think i wrote something like 70 articles over like four months or something like that, just news stuff mm -hmm. and um, kind of wasn't gaining ground. And then um, I remember I went to the Miami Bitcoin conference and my second favorite show was simply Bitcoin. And it's just so funny looking back, like we didn't know each other at all. I saw Phil and uh, Nico walking through and I was like, yo, simply Bitcoin. What's up? So we go. Get a <laughs> I'm just trying to imagine it would, it would be hard to miss those guys, right? With oh, yeah. The way they look and everything. I love it. Yeah, you can't, can't miss Phil when he had those uh, with his glasses and that, <laughs> Nico with that hair. Yeah. Um, yeah, so ran up there, got a picture with him, and it's just so funny in hindsight. Like, now uh, my favorite show, uh, I, I write and do some news and notes and shoot that to, to them in the morning um, and, and then get to work for Simply. Um, but originally I came on in August, uh, they were starting a sub stack and they were around, uh, we were around, you know, like 50 subscribers at that time, um, uh, at that time. And since, I mean, that thing, we're up over 600 subscribers. Now there's some excellent writers. Uh, the guy from Kaboom Racks, base money profit, 
Kaboom. Uh, Kaboom. Rex. <laughs> Whiny kiss. <laughs> and all these guys are just dropping great, like educational and, and based and kind of getting the politics and political philosophy. And everyone kind of has a different way of contributing and a different voice. And then, you know, that took a life of its own. Then we did the wake up call and that got some popularity. And then Nika was like, Hey, you're, you're coming up. You're going to be doing X, Y, and Z, you know, in these clips and filling in whenever we need it. And I was like, hell yeah, this is, uh, it took a year and a half of just, you know, like months going without pay, um, and things to finally get here. But it, it led me to like the perfect place. I love this team. Right I love on. the mission. You know, it's Bitcoin only. We're we're all about that and, and just trying to spread Bitcoin and educate as many people as we can. And and uh, we keep growing and it's just awesome, you know, to, to see the work and um, that and start to start to see all those hours that you've been putting in, um, you know, getting rewarding, getting some Dude, reward out of it. The, the proof of your work is is uh, is there for all to see, you know, with all the writing, nose to the grindstone uh researching uh for for different people now and uh and i'm i'm really happy to see you uh get some some screen time uh because you know we uh everybody talks about this you know he's preston has got a great voice man he sounds like a sports broadcaster and this is something that you and i had uh briefly dm'd back and forth because uh i come from a broadcast background i've done like heavy metal cable shows and i announced some some college sports no way basketball you're a metal yeah. head too nomad well oh. yeah i was born and Let's raised that go. way yeah okay this is great we got i'm like i'm old school though right so i'm like judas priest and uh oh i got um, oh Motorhead i got some, uh nomad so my college graduation the fiat stupid uh college paper fiat degree yeah uh, i was supposed to go walk but on that same day uh, Slayer was on their farewell tour and they were playing in Kansas City. And me and my buddy had ditched graduation and went and got in the mosh. Lamb of God and Amon Amarth opened up. Oh, that was <laughs> that, that was the best graduation. Right on. That's cool. Um, so, so, uh, these videos that you're doing now with Simply Bitcoin are, are really terrific. I love it because, um, you're, you're offering folks a, a blow by blow analysis. Uh, for some of the current events, some of the current uh, viral videos, like the Rogan thing with Adam Curry was fantastic, right? You're, you're down there in the bottom right corner, sort of playing a clip, pausing and offering uh, your input and a little clarification for some of the terminology that maybe the newbies might not understand. And it's just such a wonderful concept. I really love it. I hope you keep doing that stuff. Um and the Jack Mahler's one was really, really cool. Uh, so can you maybe speak to, to what you're doing there and, and how you're feeling about it, how it came up? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So it's a lot of work with uh, Nico. And, you know, we we get together every morning and we run through, you know, the game plan for the day. How are the numbers looking? What can we do better? How can we improve? Um, any brainstorming? Like every morning. I love I love our uh, war room meetings. Um and it just taking the wake up call, but also my background as a educator and kind of molding that into the one. So we have the freedom to, you know, hit that timely news event and get into that. Or we can go into Austrian economics or, or, or some basic education, Bitcoin versus gold, 
uh, where does money get its value and, and break these things down so we can try to hit, you know, those newcomers and then also um, give the good uh, news content and things for for the, the, the regulars and try to keep that same Simply Bitcoin energy kind of a, we kind of got a little punk rock to us, like a fuck you. And um, you do, man. And it's cool. I like, I, I like it. I'm uh, I'm a Gen X, but I really love that energy. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. You keep going with this. Oh, no, no problem. No, man. But yeah. And just continuing to learn as we go, like Nico's been doing this uh, two, three years. So he cuts the learning curve down uh, quite a bit on, you know, how to structure your videos how to find the the good seo and uh you know all these things that go into creating a good con you don't just like go in hit the button and hope hope some good shit happens like make sure you do your research and you know content that people are looking for and you know how to uh, make bitcoin fit into the narrative or topic and bitcoin is i mean it, it's so it's so big in such a macro idea and such a value proposition that it fits into almost any news uh, category or as a solution to any problem. Very cool. And that kind of leads me to my next question. Uh, let's talk about this concept of uh, signal. This is a word we hear a lot in the Bitcoin space. Uh, you mentioned Adam Curry had it in the video you produced about him and Rogan. Uh, we hear this sort of thing all the time on Simply Bitcoin where uh, Opti and Nico and yourself mentioned the word signal. Um, and on, on Simply Bitcoin, you know, where the aim is to report the truth and maybe educate new or curious people to the space, uh, what is this thing we call signal, in, in your opinion? I think signal is sifting through um, the bullshit and the narratives to find actual truth and things of meaning that that could and, and knowledge that can actually benefit people that doesn't uh, get them on the wrong track that doesn't um, push this consumerist or uh, this uh, low, uh, high tide preference lifestyle and these things. Um, so yeah, looking for not not just shilling price and and these things, but the actual difference that can be made in society, the way the world can can have a, a brighter better future full of hope and prosperity and freedom that signal um shilling uh shit coins and um impoverishing people snake oil salesmen motherfuckers like that shit's <laughs> gotta stop that and that's what we're here for like make someone has to do it because there's no mainstream media raising these narratives um, now what I would say, uh, the best we got is probably Tucker. Um, you know, right. he's brought on sailor and, and president Bukele and the Max Kaiser one. I mean, that was epic. And then, you know, he right. gets a Bitcoin grenade at the end, you know? Yeah. Um, so we're seeing some good stuff there, but it's far and few between, and, you know, it's tough to, to ride this fine line on, you know, Bitcoin is apolitical. But in a clown world like today, that does make it political, but because the world uh, so much power has been consolidated in, in their governments that the amount of money that floods into it is insane. It was never meant to be that way. But I mean, if they can have citizens united and money is free speech, that goes both ways. Amen to that. And uh, that's where your sort of 
uh, punkish attitude comes in in exposing uh, this clown world. <laughs> you know, it's really it's grotesque, isn't it? It's um, like how how do the younger folks such as yourselves that simply uh, look at the world today with so much of an authoritarian march on the move, uh, so much surveillance, so much, like, as you mentioned, uh, propaganda. Uh, how do we stay positive in the face of this idiocy? I mean, how how do we win? All right, there's kind of uh, one way I look at it is uh, George Washington dude was a legend. Um, but what he knew, we couldn't outright beat the British but he knew as a war of attrition, it would be, it would become economically infeasible to co continue uh, sending troops and weapons and fighting in the colonies. So mm -hmm. it's to stay alive long enough and everything else takes care of itself because of Bitcoin's, um, you know, it's Austrian economic sound money theory in action. Um, what Hayek was looking for for all that time, something to make um, Austrian economics actually actionable. Uh, because those guys all came around after the gold standard. So they could only rely on examples from the 19th century, for example, and, and different things uh, to portray those ideas. Um, but something sad is the the wealth disparity, the political disparity, all of it's created by the state. But yet, and this is a sad thing, it seems around that, you know, Occupy Wall Street and there was a tea party both of these things at the same time. So it was like both sides were waking up to the same idea that there was a rigged game. And then what happened? Like society completely went into this culture war and identity politics and they bought it hook, line and sinker. So mm -hmm. they were able to divide and tribalize people again because they were getting, they were, I don't know, maybe we were getting, getting uh, too many people were, getting smart to what was really going on behind the scenes and the Cantillon effect and these things they were starting to get there. Um, but we've become so divided. Like if you look in the eighties, I think it was uh, Ronald Reagan's second term. He won 49 of 50 States. Like that'll never, ever happen again. There will never be a United uh, right, right. country like that again. It's just, it's, it's gone. Um, okay. Well, at this point, <clears throat> excuse me this is uh something i've been wanting to do and i keep forgetting to ask uh the guests i've had so far do this but i wanted to make it part of the pod excuse me i'm gonna mute and clear my throat here okay i'm back uh i i need you to do it's kind of like in broadcasting we used to call a station id where you get your uh talent to to tell folks about the show you're listening to. So would you do me a favor, Rustin? Uh, and this is maybe perhaps uh, valuable entertainment for the kids to listen to this behind the scenes uh, studio take. Uh, could you say, hi, I'm Rustin from Simply Bitcoin and you're listening to Nomad 21. And it can be, you know, any variation of that. But the idea is just to say, hey, I'm Rustin from Simply Bitcoin. You get a bit, bit of a plug and then I get a bit of a plug. And I don't know when I'm going to use this, but I'm going to maybe put together all kinds of people doing the same thing in one, you know, commercial edit or something. But that's my idea. Would you, would you be kind enough to do that for me? Oh, absolutely. Let me try it here. <laughs> no pressure, dude. No pressure. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, 
Hi, I'm Rustin from Simply Bitcoin, and you're listening to the Nomad 21 podcast. Uh, dude, done. Done like dinner. Just in, like one take wonder. <laughs> Let's go. Right like on, Wayne, buddy. Like Wayne Static on the first Static X album. Amen. <laughs> they actually so, did his vocals and guitar in one All take. in one take. And they didn't have any studio time anyway, so we didn't really have a choice. They That's ran out wild. of money. Are you are you a guitar player, by the way? No, I wish. That's like a dream one day. And hopefully, as my time preference lowers, one day I'll be able to de dedicate some time uh, to that. Uh, that that would be a dream. Just, you know, go down and 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 slay, uh, shred your favorite tracks. Yeah. yeah. And you got to do something about when you go to these, uh, you know, Bitcoin 2023, like the music that these Bitcoiners are listening to is not cool for the most part. I, I don't know what they're listening to, but it's just like I, I we need guitars. We need drums, like real drums, not sequenced percussion. We need we need the real thing. So you're going to be my guy for that. Let's let's give some edge to the Bitcoin music scene. You know who's a Bitcoiner? Um, actually, Phil Labonte of All That Remains. Okay, yeah, yeah, I yeah. I saw yeah. them live at Mayhem Fest back in the day, but uh, yeah, that, that'd that be interesting. Sweet. I, it's funny because I'm a folky myself nowadays. I write songs and, and play guitar, but I've mellowed over the years, and like uh, I'm a big fan of uh, political attitude aside. Neil Young's music uh, I really like, and Bob Dylan and all those old dudes and uh a lot of newer newer folks uh ryan adams not brian adams but uh you know i like to rock every once in a while but it's more of a neil young and crazy horse kind of rock but i do still go back and reminisce and i'll pull out you know um no sleep to hammersmith uh by motorhead or you know some old um uh megadeth for example and oh man i gotta so in college, I, I was, uh, let me see, my first year, um, I retore my labrum that I tore my senior year. So I had to come back and rehab. And I went to another college and worked at the school newspaper there and did a, a page on Megadeth. It was after the Endgame album. Okay. And I was just starting to get into like the 80s thrash, like big time. Right. And uh, so I go there and I had an interview set up with James Lomenzo. Who played yeah. bass for you know Kiss and all these other yeah. bands over the years, Ozzy, and uh, we we sit there, we get done with the interview, and he's like, "Yo, do you guys have a photo pass?" We're like, "Ah, oh, they didn't give us one." He's like, "Hold on a sec." So we went. He goes back, gets us photo passes. So we got to be right there at the beginning, and I was happy too because the opening band was Suicide Silence and Mitch Lucker. He died a few years ago, um, but I love their their stuff. Super brutal, but. Dave walked in too at the end and he was like, Oh, you guys want to meet Dave? And we were like, just like, yeah, we're not worthy. You know? <laughs> yeah, total and Wayne's world moment. We go over, he was messing with like a, a soundboard and he just, Hey guys, hope you enjoy the show. Shook our hand, shook our hand. And then uh, during the interview, I remember I, I told uh, James, my buddy was playing peace cells in the dorm room before we headed over and he was <laughs> so like good. no way let's hear it so we grabbed one of his bases off the rack oh took wow him the, took him into the bathroom before the show or whatever and he's he showed him you know how he played it and then james was like yeah that's how i used to play it too then dave showed me the right way to play it and then he showed him a couple little finger tricks oh no kidding like, he's like play it again and then he's like yeah 
that's it. And then he was, you know, enjoy the show. Have a good night. But he was one of the coolest uh, old dudes I ever met. James Lomenzo. That's sweet. I love stories like that. I got one for you with Dave Mustaine and my old cable show. But to me, we'll save best that for guitarist the next all time. He's great, man. Really great. Um, but but get, I, you and I got to geek out on this together sometime. We'll, I promise we'll do that. Moving on, though, and do we even get into this? Uh, what's your take on ordinals with 100% right to refuse to even talk about it? But um, it's been a, a big buzz topic lately. Um, like I still got to do some more and I'm sure so many people do. Um, but from what I looked at, um, I am, I am, I don't like people fucking with the base layer. Um, I don't, um, I'm with you on that. I'm not, I'm not a fan. Um, definitely not a fan. And I could, I just see some certain implications of things that could possibly be distributed, uh, to nodes that, you know, can create some sort of backdoor attack. So you'd have to be in a way constantly pruning. So you don't have certain illicit things that people could place in inscriptions. If that, if that makes sense. Uh huh. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you just like we really have to be vigilant and uh, safeguard the code. And um, yeah, I mean, that was my next question. How important is it then? to uh, keep the code pure with eyes on the significance of uh, of Bitcoin being a bulletproof base layer of transaction and wealth storage. Like I think you're, you've already said it, but yeah, a hundred percent. I don't think, I think this uh, that was a speedy trial in a way. Um, if you look at how, how quick people signaled and went for taproot mm-hmm. um, and you know, you see the the coders and people you follow and they kind of signal for it. And you're like, okay, this must be a good deal. But everything has an unintended consequence. And, you know, we just got to keep it fundamental. And, you know, the other things, um, I, I see those more as layer two and threes. Yeah. They shouldn't be directly affiliated um, with the base layer in any way. Um, I, I just see that could cause some headaches down the road. Or then we end up back in a some sort of soft or hard fork war and and different things but right now this seems um you know you can opt in or out of it it's more of a soft fork thing you can do um but i it's i i just want to see the long-term effects it has on block space and different things like that and you can the the dude who made it is already censoring ordinals or whatever the hell they are on his website right um, certain images so if you didn't want that on your website, why do you want it on our fucking block <laughs> time chain? You fucking exactly. asshole. I couldn't yeah. say it better myself. Uh, so good. I appreciate that. Um, well said. Um, who are some of the the leaders in the space that you're uh, watching or looking at for signal, you know, uh, or otherwise interesting podcasters. Uh, for me, Lawrence Lepard comes to mind because he's such a great guy. And I used to watch back in when I got in, in, uh, uh, 2017, uh, I would watch RT, Russian television, and then uh, the Max Kaiser show. And Max and Stacy would be they, they were a little more uh, by the book back then because they had uh, RT as a as a production boss. Uh, so they they didn't get as wacky and as crazy. But you know, inevitably, inevitably, someone like Max can't contain himself for too long. So he would have these breakdowns. 
publicly on the show and it was so entertaining but for me that was the beginning of my transition from bitcoin as a speculative play i'm gonna get rich and then i'm gonna cash out and i'm gonna you know buy stuff they helped change me uh and lawrence lepard was a big factor in that because he was a, a recurring guest with them even even back then and uh his attitude his maturity um but his uh he's he's i don't know he's like a a rock you know he's really uh cool and i was fortunate i got to meet him at uh, bitcoin park in nashville uh went to one of the meetups there and asked him a lot of the questions i'm posing to you and and he was so positive in the face of clown world and, and the things he had to say i would really like to book an interview with him one day and and not talk so much macro and gold as a store value and versus bitcoin and all that stuff but you know more of his wisdom as a as a father and and as a just a really a bright light in the space so anyways i got off on a tangent who are some of the folks that you look up to in the space man you nailed it with lawrence um like everything for me goes back like my knowledge, like where I got curious goes back to Ron Paul. It was my first election. Mm -hmm. I technically got to vote in. Of course, now, you know, we're like vote harder, you know, go fuck yourself. But at that time, <laughs> the first time I heard Ron Paul speak, I was like, what the fuck? What is this? You know, I never heard anyone yeah. bring up these topics. So I go get in the Fed. I go get Liberty, a manifesto. I go get freedom, <laughs> uh, a foreign policy of freedom. And then you go to the back of the book and I'm like, okay, so where did he get his ideas? And then it's Bastiat and Mises and Hayek and those things. But finally, once because of that and understanding sound money, once I sat down and looked at Bitcoin, I was like, oh fuck, this is massive. This is like Mises embedded into computer code and like out, like that's what it, how it right. really clicked and resonated with me. But today, like you said, uh, Lawrence Lepard and that goes back to, I, I think I had read some Lawrence back in the day on the Daily Paul, which was okay. my favorite forum. I like lived there. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, his his background, uh, Austrian kind of libertarian. I love Greg Foss, Lavish, uh, Max Kaiser, Corey Clipston. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I just I don't get the people and the shit they they say about him. He took down how many Ponzi's? Yeah, um, or or saved how many people? Yeah, uh, from that yeah. bringing them on board to a Bitcoin only company. Yeah, like, I think um, that's the way to frame it. He saved people, man. Yeah, it's it's incredible. Um, Toxic Happy Hour, love those guys. Council yeah. of Autism, um, Lynn Alden, Battle Ant, right? Uh, yeah, Tomer. There's just it just depends on where what you want to learn that day or what avenue you want to go down. Do you want to go down Austrian economics and those things? You got Saifedean and and Breedlove and those guys. You want to get onto maybe the social implications in that. You know Brady Swenson's good with that. Right. Um, you want to get technical Battleant, uh, Shinobi, some of those guys. You want to get philosophical again. You got Tomer. Uh, macro picture, Lynn, Lawrence, Greg, and Lavish. I mean, that's the one thing about Bitcoin and why, you know, you may, I want to get full-time into Bitcoin. Well, just go do it. And yeah. whatever you do, you may say someone's written this article. Yeah. Someone's talked Bitcoin versus gold. I don't know how many hundreds of times, but right. we did a video on it and we got almost 2000 views because you're going to deliver it a different way. 
and someone out there will resonate with the way you put it in your wording. Like you're an individual. Everyone who creates content is an individual is going to have their own little spin or take on it. And the more content and free education and resources that are out there for people, the more people uh, will find those creators that they resonate with. And, you know, this is how we build that bright orange future and each one teaches one. Um, but we have so many, it's just, I, and that was one thing too. When once I, I always felt like a political dissident. I was completely alone. I couldn't talk to anyone. This is about, uh, pre pre Bitcoin. Yeah. I yep. couldn't talk to anyone about sound money or Austrian economics or the, the principles of Liberty. Like everyone didn't give a fuck. They're, they're watching stupid shit. They're like keeping up with the Kardashians. Yeah, like, dude, Jersey Shore and and Kardashian, not, oh, like, really sick. pathetic, man, pathetic. Yeah, I broke like, up with girlfriends over shit like this, right? It's just like I can't even. What are you watch? What are you doing with your life, man? Yeah, it's rough. It's rough being in this world, but then you discover Bitcoin and you're like, oh man, there's other people out there like me, you know? Finally, yeah, that. Oh man, it's crazy. Cause you know, I was always a good athlete, like kind of a class clown, but yeah. I, you know, I, once I had to go give a speech in front of class or whatever, I would always like shit my pants. I just sucked at it, <laughs> terrible at it. And I always thought I had a bad voice and then, um, kind of getting into Bitcoin, like, you know, people tell you other things and then you realize, Oh, I have a talent at this and I can use that to help and promote Bitcoin. And then you go down that Avenue and that like, it's something how Bitcoin exposes you to yourself in a yeah. way. And I know Tomer gets at this and, and um, John Vallis uh, is another uh, awesome guy to go down that kind of philosophical Avenue, but you know, you want to get healthier. You want to um, just be a better individual, better person. You think, think a little more long-term you you don't you're not beholden to anyone and that's another uh feeling i've had because you know i i got to choose who i worked for i wasn't yes. stuck working in statist education um and once once you get to that point you're, you're not working you're just doing what you want to do and that's kind of that ayn rand idea like do what you want to do and naturally that's going to benefit other people and if it does good you're going to get rewarded for it um, i agree with you 100 percent. i am in that boat myself where i decided to take the pod you know i'm the, this is 11 episodes down the road i started uh reading articles and i was you know fearful like oh do people think i'm you know ripping off guy swan's gig if i do this and i, I just made the decision i don't care because I have a different voice and I will come across differently. And if people don't like it, then, then tough shit. Um, Hell yeah. I've, I've have got a broadcast background. Uh, so I've always wanted to conduct interviews. And so now moving into that kind of territory, I'm really just sort of feeling out, uh, you know, the, the perimeters of the room here and just trying to find my, you know, what, where's my footfall, my next step, you know, but uh, it's really fun. And I couldn't agree more. You just, gotta go out there and and you know show the proof of work and uh bitcoiners are just the greatest people like we talked about lawrence lapard and uh 
so many people that you could just reach out with a DM and they will very often get back to you, even though you think you're nobody. Um, and there's all kinds of people with different backgrounds and uh, talents that they can bring to the table. Um, and, and if you're a builder, if you're a coder, or if you want to learn to code, there's so many routes available to, to the individuals. So um, wrapping up now with about three minutes to go, um, do you have anything you'd like to, to mention here in the spotlight? Rustin of Simply Bitcoin. Oh, man, I'm just a I'm like a B-side movie, right? I'm like <laughs> one of those guys. But no, um, one thing I'll tell anyone you want to get into Bitcoin, just start creating. Don't be afraid to fail and don't think oh, I've got to write this thing until it's just fucking perfect. No, put your ideas out there. And each time you create a new piece or or write a new piece or whatever it is you do. Um, you're going to learn from it based on the feedback you receive and Bitcoiners give you good feedback or they'll be just straight fucking savage. But either way, um, <laughs> to be you, you think of. you think I'm free go look at the I take shit every episode I put down there. Some of it's good. Some of it. I'm like, ah, go fuck yourself. Um, but <laughs> do you, you ever, got, you do gotta, ever fight back? Uh, not yet. I just go like them. OK, yeah, yeah. I just go like their comments. Uh, right. And I'm like, yeah, turn the I other cheek, buddy. turn I'll the other cheek. I remember that one. Um, but it's <laughs> just the like, number. Just go create another. Just go create another one and try to get you know one or two percent better. And that's to coaching, you know. And I think yeah. athletes and people with that kind of background, um, you understand time preference because you know the amount of work it took you to get to a certain uh, skill set. You also know, like if you've gone through injury, um, like when people talk about, well, Bitcoin dips. How are you going to deal with that? And it's like. I've been without my right arm for like a year of my life. I think I can handle um, a 20% dip or whatever the fuck. Right on. Uh, we can handle that. Um, but you build thicker skin and and Bitcoin does it. And it's uh, this effect that sound money has on people. And it's one thing, you know, to study it in Austrian economics and these things. But it's another thing to have it become a part of your life and see how it affects other people. And then you understand, you understand those effects. And then you get to, you know, the root to all evil is money. And then what is money? Is there some sort of divinity in this is, is, um, you know, the, the demoralization and this dystopian path, how do we, how do they get there? How can they impress this on people? Well, it's because they steal from you. Amen. Uh, Rustin, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for uh, joining me on Nomad 21, my friend. Look forward to doing it again. Hell yeah, it was a good time. One day we get, we got to go spin some records or catch up at a conference and just, just go rock out or something. Catch a show. Amen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. Splendid man. Splendid man that there, Rustin. I enjoyed that. Uh, inspiring. Doing a great job. And it's such a pleasure to see these guys grow the Simply Bitcoin brand from zero to hero levels as they constantly get better and better. And that goes for the entire, you know, creator niche in this space, really. 
and they're educating folks along the way. So make sure you are watching Rustin, Opti, and Nico on Simply Bitcoin each and every day. Links in the description. As usual, um, usual. Thanks for spending your time with me here. Don't be shy. Boost it up on the Fountain app if you're enjoying what we're laying on you all. All right. Until the next time, cads and bounders. See you soon back here on Nomad 21.